Now, marvelous one. <laughs> we need to get to Wrigley Field because it has been nothing but Cubs and Cardinals, Cubs and Cardinals. Lord have mercy. Have we seen a lot <laughs> of Cubs and Cardinals? But an interesting debut for the Chicago Cubs, a highly rated pitcher. The first of what is going to be of those big moves that we saw starting to show themselves. And it's going to be a slow process. But Marvelous One, let us know what happened at Wrigley Field <laughs> this weekend with the Cubs finally having a high-end prospect pitcher make a debut. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what happened was is they have 10 games scheduled against the Cardinals in Chicago this year and nine in St. Louis. The games in April were wiped out because of the lockout. So they have two five-game series, both, both of which have three, one game, three single games and a double header. So that, you know, so they really built up a lot of games because of that lockout situation. And all the teams had that. Every, fortunately, it worked out that everybody, pretty much everybody was playing in their own division. Obviously, that wasn't possible if you do the math, but everybody was in their own division that first week. The Sox had the same deal with Kansas City. But so that's why it's all stacked up. Now, with, without our twins, Smiley and Miley, the, uh, <laughs> the Cubs found a little bit of a gem. And not to be confused with Schwarber, <laughs> the Swarmer, who uh, has had two good outings, including a victory yesterday. And the uh, the player that they got for Bryant, uh, highly touted, Killian, pitching the second game. He started out really well the first time through the lineup, but then faded a little bit and didn't get a decision, as it turned out, in a loss. But uh, he looked pretty sharp, you know, particularly the first time through the lineup. So, you know, there's some, there's some pitching hope there. And obviously, you know, we got our PCA down in the farm, Crow Armstrong, who we got for, you know, Baez. So I'm looking forward to seeing him someday. But the pitching, you know, wasn't too bad. I mean, <laughs> the guys that are supposed to be the, the veteran leaders, Hendricks and Stroman, have not been the veteran leaders the last couple of times. So uh, Steele has been pretty solid. He's pitching tonight as we speak. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, that was really a good lift. From, from Swarmer and then, you know, Killian too. So that, that that's a good sign down the road. Pitching is so important. Uh, you know, the, the funny thing is, if, if you look at it, I mean, they, they've, they've had Givens and Robertson. I'm thinking, if, you know, if I'm not mistaken, that some of these guys, much like last year, will not be with the Cubs at the end of the year. Think about what they did with you know, last year. You know, they seem to get a pretty good bullpen going with the Sheriff, you know, and Tapera and, and their closer, Kimbrell. And they kind of have that set up again. And I'm just thinking they're going to try to get some value for Robertson and Givens, you know, uh, down at, at, at the deadline again. I think the deadline's like the first week in August this year. But uh, I'm just concerned that, you know, again, you know, they're going to they're going to just take us try to take a step back and get value for whatever they have. And, and Hap will be a free agent next year. So some of these things. You know, I mean, you talk about the people who are with the team. I keep forgetting Hayward because they're never going to be able to get rid of him. But, but you've got Scott Contreras, you know, and then Hendricks. So I don't know if they're going to have a complete sell-off and try to rebuild all the way from, from square one. But I'd like to see at least them keep uh, Hendricks for sure because pitching again is so important. And they and they found some, you know, some help in the bullpen. And it's you know Robertson has been pretty good. And I hope they keep him actually. But we'll see what happens.
I think anybody who's under the age of like 26 <laughs> and has a good contract is pretty safe right now. I think yeah. you're 100% right. I think a lot of the older veteran, good-handed bullpen guys are going to be traded. I think Wilson is on the block, and we all love Willie here, but I think he's going to get the most value. Yeah. I like Marcus Stroman and Kyle Hendricks as dudes. Off the field, I like them as pitchers, but they have nice contracts. They are veterans. They make solid threes on any roster that's trying to make a run. My big thing, Marvelous One, is what they've been doing. They're losing a lot of games, and it's frustrating how they lose them. Why? Because they're close, and they always are just a bad inning away from being in these games. And to me, that's what we asked for. We knew this team, maybe that last wild card, if all the stars align. But this is much more what we thought we were going to get. Competitive baseball, some development. We haven't seen a lot of Seiya Suzuki. Nick Magical has been struggling and has been hurt. Nico Horner, they have this new kid coming up, Morel. So, like, we're seeing development. Just not a lot of winning. But not not worst team in baseball bad. Just, you're probably not going to win much. And I'm okay with that. As long as we're seeing development for the future. And if you could be a pain in the butt in the Cardinals and the Brewers side, that's fine for this season. Yeah. Just, I need this front office. I need this ownership <laughs> for next season. There's no excuse next year. Yeah. There's no excuse. You have right. to be in it next year. Right. I mean, Morrell has played, what did he play, 19 or 20 games and he's gotten on base in every single one. I mean, we were expecting maybe Brendan Davis to be the person <laughs> that was like that, but he's become the, the prototype leadoff man, the best one place since Dexter Fowler that they've had. And, uh, and he's energy guy, happy, you know, and he, he skipped triple A completely and went straight up from double A. So, uh, uh, that, that's been a real find, particularly when they had, you know, the injuries and that's why they brought them up. Actually. I mean, the Madrigal was out and, you know, Horner, and they had, uh, you know, the gets and they had, they had some other guys out and they just had, you know, find a diamond in the rough and they did. So, and, you know, again, looking at next year, it does bother me a little bit that they're not going to be playing their divisional rivals 19 times. They'll be playing them 14 and be playing the, every single team in the American league is the current plan. And that's going to be a nightmare. With, with scheduling if there's any kind of you know, postponements because most of those will be one visit to, uh, you know, games from teams in the American League. I'd rather see the Cardinals and the Brewers more than the Mariners and the Tampa Bay Rays, but <laughs> obviously Major League Baseball feels otherwise. I've already talked about it, that they're, that they're not geographically aligned, but I don't think that if their plan is to do that because they want people to be able to see, you know, Mike Trout in, the, in, in Miami more often, then those people should drive up to Tampa because in Chicago, we don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, hey, we're just yeah. now, now we're showing our Chicago supremacy right. over everybody. Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Marvelous one. We could talk about this all season because we know there's going to be very little winning baseball to talk about, especially if the Sox and Cubs yeah. keep playing this <laughs> Stop, <way>. the Sox. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll let, we'll let Paulie and Devin handle yeah. that headache. We want to know your thoughts though. Are the Chicago Cubs going to be extreme sellers? May they surprise people and be buyers? What did you think about these new kids on the mound for the Cubs? Say Suzuki, Nick Magical, Nico Horner, all working their way back. And of course, that Jason Hayward contract will be lingering, but we will always have 2016. Let us know <laughs> your thoughts. We're on Twitter at Sports Chemical TV. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. It's Devin Tingle. It's Paul Shivari. I'm Mike Mercado.